0: Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're just completing the first days of Lent. I hope you've had a chance to really engage it. This is such a critically important season, and I pray, let's pray, just ask the Lord for the gift. Father in heaven, it's you who call your people to fast to deny ourselves, to make sacrifice for our sins. That is, to unite ourselves to the gift of the ultimate sacrifice of your Son Jesus, to follow in his footsteps, to offer up prayers and supplications, to offer up loud cries and tears like Jesus did. For my own life, to come out of sin, to come deeper into love, love of God, love of neighbor, to break the cycle of hate and rage that's in the culture that I get drawn into, you know, at times in my own heart, to just belong to you, Lord. Father, we ask that you give us grace and strength and the power of the Holy Spirit to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. Change us, Lord. Change our hearts. Change our minds. Break the cycles of addiction to sin. Break the habit patterns of sin that grip us, that can dominate us in ways. Lord, put love where there isn't love. Help us. And Lord, and as we enter this season, we pray for the church, crises that are in the church, Compromise the false teaching, the apostasy that's happening. Lord, we pray. Come in your mercy. Help us, Lord. For peace in the world and nations that are at war, the increasing hostilities. Lord, we pray. Lord, on behalf of our countries and behalf, we ask your forgiveness, Lord, for not being faithful to you. We're so sorry, Lord, that so many among us, and but for the grace of God, there would go I. So many have decided to abandon you, even to mock you and to mock the covenant blood of Jesus, your son, our Lord and savior. Lord, let your mercy flow in the church. Let it flow in our parishes. Let it flow in our diocese. Let it flow in our hearts in this season of Lent, this penitential season. Send your angels to guide us, to watch over us. Mother Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, if you didn't have a chance to tune in yesterday, I was talking about taking from the Gospel reading of the day yesterday, Jesus' call to discipleship, and the the amazing clarity and call that St. John Paul II underlined the meaning of that call to discipleship from the Gospels in a document called Redemptoris Missio, paragraph 46. You can go back to it, but he talked about a complete and sincere response with all the heart, like deep sincerity to the basic call of the Gospel. Are we living it? And then to decide through God's grace and faith, I want to be totally and radically committed to following Jesus above all things. First love, his will be done no matter what. So friends, it's two things I wanted to mention today that came to mind. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. And remember, earlier in the week, I was saying, again, if you would have have a chance to listen earlier in the week, I was trying to set up this week, in the beginning of Lent, I encourage you to go to my, our website at renewalministries.net. You can download the programs there or, or download the Renewal Ministries app that'll help you access everything that we're doing, make it simple for you. And it'll also make a, it's a vehicle that you can help other people get on board. If these programs, Sister Ann's programs, the beautiful things that are on Aubrey mirror radio and the like, if they're helping you spread the good news, give them to your kids, give them to, you know, neighbors, tell people about it, get on board. We need to be walking together in clarity in the faith as we pursue the Lord in these critically important times. So one of the things Jesus said, take up your cross, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. It's a good meditation for Lent. Get before the Blessed Sacrament, a Blessed Sacrament Chapel at some time, or early in the quiet in the morning in your house. Ask yourself the question, have I denied myself? Am I taking up my cross and am I following him? It's a very good thing to do. The Holy Spirit will help you. Here's St. Paul describing, I think there's a number of places in the New Testament where Paul describes what he's gone through. Peter does the same here. It's a little, in, it's, it's really in depth. What taking up the cross looked like for St. Paul and willingness to follow Jesus wherever he would lead in his apostolic calling. Here's Paul, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 12. But whatever anyone dares to boast of, I'm speaking as a fool here, I also dare to boast of that myself. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I'm a better one. I know I'm talking like a madman, with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings and often near death. How about that (laughs) for a sentence? Remember, we started this week, counted pure joy when involved in every sort of trial. Paul's rejoicing in the trials that he's had to face for the sake of Christ Jesus, to be able to follow the Lord in every way, not just in the good stuff, not just in the miracles, not just in the conversions, right? And the moments of special touch in the heart, you know, where the Holy Spirit's helping us That's all good. But are we literally experiencing the cross of Jesus, the resistance of the world to the disciples of Jesus and to the witness of the Lordship and the reign of Jesus Christ? That's the fundamental battle going on in the world, friends. There is profound demonic resistance that often gets expressed in the lives of human beings that are standing outside the will of God, that whether they know it or not, they're under the dominion of the devil. They're caught up in the things of the world and they're resisting the will of God. Slaves to the enemy. Paul experienced tremendous opposition as he witnessed to the truth, proclaiming the gospel for the salvation of souls. Again, Paul said, yeah, I'm, I'm a follower and I'm, I'm talking like a madman now. But compared to most people, I put that in there, with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings, and often near death. That's just one sentence, but it's going to go on for quite a bit here. In what way, is Peter Herbeck, I think to myself, in what way have I suffered at all for the gospel in my life? Some labors, some, some hard labors at times, you know, like, yeah, a little bit of that imprisonment. Nope. Countless beatings. Not at close near death. No, not for the sake of the gospel. Verse 24. He said, five times I've received at the hands of the Jews 40 lashes less one. That's 39 times. Five times. And I don't know if you saw the Mel Gibson movie when Jesus, the way Jesus was. Thrashed by the whip. Saint Paul got it five times. Maybe not as total as it was shown uh, that uh, Jesus endured. On the but but nonetheless he bears the stripes on his back. Because of his love for Christ, because of his fidelity proclaiming the gospel, and because of love of his neighbor. Today, honestly, I don't think most Christians, even even hierarchy have the clarity of St. Paul that the message I bring saves human beings from eternal separation from God. It is the greatest possible gift I could ever give to them. And even if it upsets them, let it upset them. It should, just like it upset Paul. Paul's reaction was to be a part of stoning Stephen. This is really, really important for us friends to see, to really get down to it. There's so much fear in the church that like, don't ever, don't ever upset anybody. Don't speak a word. You know, I heard the other day this pastor was ca- Catholic parish. The previous pastor said, you know, said, we don't talk about sin in the parish because it's basically negative and it's bad news. I mean, that's such an abdication of responsibility because he don't want to challenge people, wants people to feel good. He doesn't want the resistance. Verse 25, three times I have been beaten with rods. Wow. Once I was stoned. Three times I've been shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been adrift at sea, on frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea. Danger from false brethren, in toil and hardship, through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, (laughs) there is the daily pressure upon me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak, and I am not weak. Who is made to fall, and I am not indignant. Verse 30, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed forever and ever, knows that I do not lie. I do not lie. Paul's not looking for awards from people. He's trying to tell them, this is the life the Lord led me into. And this is exactly what he said would come, these kinds of things. The fact that I'm experiencing these things does not mean there's something wrong. Gentiles might be offended and angered. Jews, offended and angered. And they show it through the stoning and the beatings and the imprisonments. Today, friends, we need this clarity so much. Why is Paul doing this? Because he's a showboat? I mean, what is it? Because his master did it. Because the Lord commands us to do it, to proclaim the gospel and to live with the consequences. Because he believed that the saving word of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ literally is the best thing any human being could possibly experience on this planet. You could have everybody's money given to you. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, you know, you name it, the Mark Zuckerberg, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, all those guys. You could have it all. You could have the most comfortable home in the world. You could have multiple, you could have a hundred homes around the world. You could have, you could be the number one political guy on the planet. You could be everything. And it doesn't even compare to what the treasure hidden in the field, the good news of Jesus Christ brings to the human person because all that stuff passes away it passes away. You're an eternal creature. You're a child of God. You will not ultimately pass away. You will pass into eternity. The world's going to pass away, but not you. The question is, where are you going? Are you going to eternal separation from God and torment, or are you going to eternal, unbelievably, indescribably, glorious union with God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that will fulfill every desire you've ever had beyond your wildest imagination. Which is it going to be? Take up your cross and follow Him. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call one 800 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash f o e that's renewalministries.net, dot net slash f o e